now. Back to Severe Reaction, powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. First and 10 for the 18. Anthony Grant back in there. Wide receivers left and right. Thompson on the shotgun gets the snap. Steps, throws toward the end zone. There's a man out there. Trey Palmer. Caught. Touchdown. Nebraska. Trey Palmer's second touchdown catch of the game. Boy, they are going after the pup. No DeGene. No DeChance with Palmer. Wow, he turned him around. Welcome back to Severe Reaction on 1620 The Zone. Let's go to the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen M. Sipple, HuskerOnline.com, joining us here on the show. Good morning, Sip. How are you, sir? Good, Michael. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Before we get to the coaching stuff, I think it was almost 3,000 days since Nebraska beat Iowa last. I think we should address that first. Your thoughts on seeing Nebraska get the Heroes Trophy for the first time in almost eight seasons? Boy, I mean, they really it to them. I mean, they they were the Nebraska was the aggressor. I thought the game plan was aggressive. I I, I like the opportunity to praise Mark Whipple because Whipple takes a lot of heat and some, you know a lot of it's deserved. But yep. um, it was an aggressive game plan. Went after Iowa secondary, which I I you know I'm, listen. I didn't think that I didn't think Nebraska could beat them deep. Um, they Nebraska's coaching staff. Obviously, saw that you know they have a they have a, they have a fairly unique talent in number three. Oh yeah, um, he's certainly fast, um, and he could win those. He could win some deep balls. And he could win. He could win in general. And like I said, Nebraska just went after Iowa that way, and that was very impressive. But, you know, I think Nebraska caught a break because the day was fit for throwing. It's not always that way in November, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just what's really striking to me. There's two things that are always striking about that game. Well, that just how how thoroughly Nebraska jumped on Iowa, and then how Iowa just seemed to freeze up in a, in a very critical moment for them with that big Big Ten West Division champ. I, I don't call it championship; it's first place. It's first place on the uh, on the line. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Um... The pressure of knowing we win this game, despite everything that happened all season long, despite people calling for our offensive coordinator to be fired, we have a chance to go to Indianapolis. That's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. You hear that all week. They looked, I thought, like the nervous team all throughout that first quarter. Yeah, I think you're right, and I'd say even extending. I and just well, once Nebraska put heat on them, they responded fairly well, but it was late. It was too late. I mean, it, the game got close. But I never really thought Iowa was was going to win. I never right. did. Right. Um, it, was, it was too much to overcome the clockwork against them. So, but yeah, it was amazing. It was an amazing scene. It was an amazing day. I always remember that day. You know, there's a lot of days, Michael. There's a lot of games where literally I don't even remember being at. I know. But you know how it goes. It's weird. Oh, yeah. When you especially get to be our age, and you're, you're at so <laughs> many different games. Um, but I will never forget that day. You know, it's a, it was a fascinating day. It was special. It gets it gets buried a little bit because obviously the next day it's official that Matt rules the next football coach at Nebraska. I see some people sip using the phrase that um, Trev settled for Matt Rule, like that he wanted other people, but this is who he ended up getting. Do you feel that's the case? 
I mean, not really. Um, usually don't pay $9 million a, a year to a guy that uh, you settled on. Right. I, I don't think they settled on him. I think he was an early target. I don't know. I don't even know in that situation. You could probably help me with this. I don't think you necessarily have a number one target. Um, probably that conversation is probably a little more complicated than that. But I think that fool would be would have been on it high on it, any list he had. And, because I mean, I know I know rule was. Uh, I mean, he was a main target early in the in the process when it got down to it. So yeah. I, I don't think he settled. No, I'm surprised. And I, I think these discussions are sort of ridiculous in some ways because nobody really knows how who, who comes to the, who come, how do you come to that conclusion that he settled or how or on the reverse side how do you really come to the conclusion that he was a main target? Maybe we can get some of we can get us a little closer to those answers tomorrow. Right. Right. Sip, one of the people that I, because a lot of people commenting on it, you know, the game day folks love the hire. But Jim Nagy, who has been a scout, general manager, runs the Senior Bowl, understands the kind of talent coming out of college football. And he talked about how the development at Temple and Baylor and how many players that those two programs put in the NFL under under Matt Rule. I I think that's the defining thing when you're asking about what kind of coach Matt Rule is. He builds NFL players out of two, three, four, no stars. He builds NFL players. Yeah, I bet that my guess is that's what Trev will, that's one of the things that Trev will highlight tomorrow Um, because that's really important here for obvious reasons. You're not going to get, I don't know, do people still think Nebraska can recruit like Ohio State? I hope not. I hope they don't think that. Yeah. But you better be able to. You better be able to develop. That you can do it. it. You can find good players and make them into all Americans, or make or, or make them into all Big Ten players. And and maybe that was maybe that's what uh, Trevor was thinking with this. It would make sense if that's the case. Yeah. Steve Simple joining us. HuskerOnline.com. One of the things, and you're going to expect this with any hire. We've seen it. We've we've been through it five hires. It feels like in the last 15 years, um, six, six, six hires. Thank you, six hires. We, um, you know, we we people are going to be critical. Some people want one guy, some want the other. This one feels like it has more criticism than some of the others. Why do you think that is? Is is it because of his time at Carolina, his overall record? Why do you think there's so many people? At least it feels like weren't on board with this hire. Well, first of all, I would say that if you think about it, Michael. Now, you again, this is just my read. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Trev could have hired that wouldn't have elicited that sort of reaction beyond maybe Bickle, Luke Bickle. Yeah. Uh, Bickle and Kleiman right now, the only two I think of that people would have been like overly ecstatic because of what Kleiman's done this year and what Bickle has done over his career. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think Lane, Lane Kiffin would have elicited widespread. Or, or, nobody's going to get unanimous approval. but Right. Um, you know, by and large, um, a coach that gets favorable, favorable, you know, favorable reaction. There wasn't that many. I, I don't know if Kleinman. I get what you're saying. Would have gotten a favorable reaction from me, Kleinman. Right now, I think I think you might have heard people say settled if he got Kleinman too, because Kleinman's kind of, I mean, not very flashy, nor is Pickle. Come to think of it, but whatever. Yeah, I, I'm surprised at this that reaction. The rule is a. Oh, I mean, come on! He's guided big ships. He's got a national name, at least. That's 
I mean, in my world, yes, national name. Yeah. Um, I I think this was. I mean, there's some coaches I can think of that I would have really been sort of, oh boy, he settled, or oh boy, this must not have gone like he wanted. Trev. Right. I don't get that. I don't. When I look, when I think of rules, I don't think that way. And I know, you know, a little bit about this process. And it was, this was someone that was targeted. There's no doubt about it. And there's, you know, it's coming out now that they're going to pay rule $72 million over eight years. Right. That suggests target to me. Um, so sure. I think at the end of the, you know, what I heard Wednesday, Michael, now let's just get this to the reporting part. Right. What I heard Wednesday from a great source, great source Wednesday afternoon, I'm very confident this was the case was that the, there were three main targets at the end, Leipold, Rule, and I think Dorn had become... Dave Dorn, NC State. ...to that realm. Right. So if you look at it that way, hmm. those were the three that I thought he zeroed in on. Hmm. And I, out of that group, I've never overly been a big fan of Dave Dorn because he he, he may win some games, but he never covers, which I don't like. Um, but I, I would, I, you know how much I, I love Lance, but you, you're getting a guy who has certainly been proven out of those three. Let, let me ask you about Mickey, because this is the big part now. I'm sure uh-huh. wherever Mickey goes, he's going to get a bunch of money with his recruiting prowess and how he is as a motivator and a position coach. But any chance you see him staying at Nebraska? I think it's slim. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I mean, that's the sense I got yesterday Right. in talking to people. Um, I think Mickey is most valuable at Nebraska. I think that's where he would get the most value in terms of, you know, contract. Sure. But, um, I mean, if I were Mickey, I'd ask for a big number here because he's very valuable. But I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's going to happen. And it didn't sound, you know, forget the sort of behind the scenes reporting. If you just listen to Mickey, yep. what he said after the game, it didn't seem like it didn't sound like he was going to be back. Do you think he feels that he got a fair shot to be the head coach at Nebraska? Because we've mentioned a lot of names, but today we never really talked about Mickey. Do you think he ever was really a viable candidate? Well, that's a great question. It's, a, it's one of those it's a great question, but I would say it's almost you can't. Did, did he get a fair shot? I mean, Michael, wouldn't you agree that there's no, inherently he wasn't going to get a fair shot, mm. right? I mean, if, if what we're talking about is, you know, Mickey would have had to lead him, you know, he went with two and six. If he had to be, if he had to be five and three, is that fair? Right. <laughs> Come on. Um, he, he walked into a, he walked into a colossal mess. And he did a good job. I mean, he really did a good job of my team. Oh yeah. Teams just look better. <laughs> yeah. Keeping together. They, they played well, you know, like the same old story. And a lot of these games, they couldn't get over the hump. They finally did. Man, it would have looked a lot better if they would have gotten over the hump against Wisconsin. But I, I just think there's people say that all the time. Do you get a fair shot? I don't know. I don't know what a fair shot would even mean. Right. Um, did he get? A, did he get interviewed for the job? You think? I don't think he did. I don't think so either. So that's yeah. That, that, the fair shot part would be at least you gave me a chance for me to sell myself to you. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think Trev's retort would be he was 
doing a live audition. Okay. And every week was an interview. Sure. Um, so, hmm. um, uh, I just, I would just say, I mean, I think Mickey did a very good job. I'm of the mind now that this place needed someone who would, I always say, the way I put it is, someone who, who steered big ships and steered big ships through treacherous water, which if you're steering a big ship in this business, yeah. you're going to encounter some treacherous water. Now, Mickey did that in Nebraska, but not, you know, Rule did it at three different places, including one in the NFL. He's, this, you know, his resume's better. So I, I think, you know, if you look at it, this was a fair choice in that regard. Yeah, I agree with that. Sip, we appreciate all season coming on with us. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you down the road. Michael, I got to tell you, it was a fun part of the season. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got an opportunity to do it with you. So we'll do it. I hope we do it in the future. That would be awesome. Thanks, Sip. Yep. All right, you can catch, of course, Stephen M. Sipple after. Tomorrow's 1.30 news conference. I'm sure you'll have a lot on Twitter and, and everywhere else with Husker Online. Um, a lot of good questions, I'm sure, will be asked of both Trev Alberts and of Matt Rule. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Random Mike, stay right there. We'll get you as soon as we come back on the other side here on Severe Reaction.